Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. We are so excited to have such a special guest here with us today. We have Miss Jen Bowie, and I cannot wait to tell you a little bit more about her in just a second. Wanted to remind you about the next Guide Culture training, the in-person training. It's March 4th through 6th at our HQ here in Alpharetta, Georgia. We would love to have you. There's a couple spots open, so if you, if you have any questions, just message the Guide Culture on Instagram, and we are here to help you. So let me tell you a little bit about Jen Bowie. She is a mom of three. She has a boy and two girls. They are eight, seven, and five. She's been married to her husband, Billy Bowie. Maybe some of you actually follow him on Instagram. He is awesome. He's the owner uh, and CEO of Elevate, but they've been married for 10 years years. Uh, She does life coaching and her coaching is called Uncommon Grit. And that is going to bring you confidence, the ability to shift your mindset, and you're going to have a teammate that sits alongside of you as you make these awesome life changes. I think you are really going to enjoy this episode. You are going to learn so much about the way you think, your beliefs, and how to alter them to change the trajectory of your life. I hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to tag us on Instagram and we would love more than any Thing if you just left us a quick little review. Thank you so much. Enjoy. We are in with Miss Jen Bowie. Hey, hey. She's like the famous Jen Bowie, actually. Yeah, the the Jen Bowie. Uncommon grit. Yes, I'm so excited for y'all to get to know her. Uh, she is a huge inspiration for me, and I know for especially a lot of moms. You kill the intentional mom game. Mm-hmm. I love an intentional and authentic life. That is my main goal for sure. Yeah. Jen, I would love to start with just a little bit of your story. Yes. I would love to hear your journey and kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, you, I've gotten to know you a lot through guide culture. Um, how did we meet? How, how did Do you, you know how we met? How? You were at a living with Landon event. Is that where we met? Yes. And one of the girls that I did not know very well was running across the room to see you and I was like oh she's really cute and you held yourself really well and oh, thank you. you took a picture with her <laughs> very engaged and so I was like what's her name again and that's how it all happened wow that's the an example of stirring the pot yes. we say like going Man. to going to an event is a way of stirring the pot very true and now here we are sitting together I know it I started following you and then there was something that really resonated Aww. in who you were with me and um, I'll never forget the first time we DM'd over yes. Instagram. I remember that too, because like, your picture was so cute. And I was like, who's this cute blonde girl? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I was like, I hope to be fast friends with her. Yeah, and we did. We did. So tell us, just take us back, Jen. Tell us a little yeah. bit of your story. Yeah, so I realized in college that I was actually really living out of these self-beliefs that were not serving me. Okay. And I really had to take an inventory of what was going on where I was basically creating this life for myself that wasn't actually working. And it really came down to what I was believing about myself. And I took the time to go to counseling. I took the time to really become self-aware and realize what my thought patterns were creating for me, which was obviously self-destruction at the time. Um, And so I had a really pivotal moment in my life where I decided that I was going to be different and I was actually going to change. And I failed a bunch and I had to keep getting back up. But I also created a new vision for myself, and I didn't just fall into the patterns of what my family believed for me or the patterns of the people around me. And to be honest, I really had to cut off all my relationships when I left college. Oh. 
because they weren't really serving the purpose of where I wanted to go. Yeah. And from there, I jumped into a marketing role, grew into actually becoming director of culture because I was growing myself so much personal development wise. I would like to know what exactly that means, director of culture, because that sounds amazing. It was so fun. So it was really all about how do I help people learn how to invest in themselves, but also value themselves in a way that they know that they're bringing value to the room. Wow. And in that, I created a really fun environment that fostered um, excitement around growing, learning, bringing what you're doing at work, bringing it into your home life, wow. and being able to really integrate the whole person of who you are. So you were kind of like a mediator of being better, helping people be better. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And so we would Which is now in, what you do on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's like right up my alley. And then in fact, so what happened was people were coming into my office And we were talking about who they were as a person, how that came out in the workforce, how they could better communicate. And I was really encouraging them on who they were as individuals. And slowly but surely, their personal lives began to came out out um, and talks with me. And so the joke around the office came, Jen needs to have a tip jar because she's basically (laughs) the office counselor. And, you know, there was this piece of me when I made that transition out of college into my own personal work. I told myself if I could ever go back and actually earn a different degree, it would be for counseling because I love the heart of people and I want them to be the best that they can be. And so many of us are walking around with these self-limiting beliefs and we are, we want to get out of it and we're trying by trying to change our thinking yet. I can tell you the secret to what really will get you to transformation and that's going to be your self-belief. And so I want to. So you're really putting belief in people. Absolutely. And I love to be able to be that gap of belief for people in the process because oftentimes they say, I feel like I'm lying to myself. Mm. Wow. And I say, yes, that's okay. I'm going to keep reminding you who you are Mm -hmm. until you get enough evidence for yourself that you really are that person. And then when you take that and that that belief and that energy is transferred to the other person, that's really when they begin to transform their life. Um, And so I got my counseling degree and that was great, but I really wanted to get into coaching because we were talking prior before the podcast is that I sit across the table from people when you're counseling, but when you're coaching, I'm sitting next to you. I'm your teammate. I'm believing with you. I'm brainstorming with you. We're Mm -hmm. coming up with the process. And honestly, I'm asking you open-ended questions that actually get you to think deeper than you're able to think on your own. Wow. I want to go back to that word evidence. You mm-hmm. you tell people build up their evidence on their own. Yeah. We are very aware of the word evidence around here. You yes. know why we talk about evidence a lot mm-hmm. at Guide Culture. And so when anybody says the word evidence, I think, Catherine, you're the same too. We're yeah, like, wait, what? Up. Yeah. What? I think you were reading scripture the other day and you were like, I kept seeing the word evidence. Yes. We just yeah. keep yeah. saying it. And I love what you just said. I help people basically build enough evidence to where they can prove it to themselves. Would you say another word for evidence in that case is wins? Yes, absolutely. So the way that our brains are wired is we believe it. We believe whatever it tells us. Have you you ever realized that like we don't fact check? Our brains don't. If you tell yourself that the sky is blue. You believe it. You believe it. Yeah. You know, think it goes back to like think about when we believed that the world was flat right? We believed it forever until someone proved different. And it'll be interesting 20, 40 years from now, what we're believing now, that's right? Not true. Yeah. But it's just because based on the evidence that we have, that's what we believe. Well, the same is true for self-belief. Mm-hmm. So what we do, it actually has a name for it. For it. It's called confirmation bias. And what we mm-hmm. do is right. if I believe that I am always left out and that's yeah. an underlying belief, what I do is I go around looking for evidence to prove okay. that to be true. 
Wow. And that is how the self-fulfilling prophecy comes out because all we are looking for is that evidence to prove that lie. And then I'm believing it. I'm seeing it. I'm believing it. I'm seeing it. I become the person that is left out because I've actually already set myself up for that. Now, the same can be true for success as well, right? So think about it this way. You know, when you go to buy a new car, let's say you want to buy a bright blue Honda, Mm -hmm. you never notice them on the streets before. Until you want it. Until you want it. And that is confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. It's basically looking for the evidence that that your brain is already believing. And that, you know, a lot of people listening to this might be reading Psychology of Winning, or Mm -hmm. you have read it a few times. And this reminds me of what the mind dwells upon, the body acts upon. Like you're literally looking to be left out, to feel insecure, to notice people looking at you. Yes. Whatever the case. Yes. Now, and here's what I love to challenge my clients is I want you to be the detective. And they do. They'll have weeks where they have to be the detective. And that is to look for the evidence of the opposite of what you're believing. And what's crazy is that they find it. And that begins Mm -hmm. the ability for them to see that, the way you're believing is a choice and choices can always change. Mm. And you are in power of your choices. And that's really what gets you set up to be in power or in charge of your own mindset. Like, what do you notice after the weeks where they're the detective? Like, are there different things in their life that have come to fruition? Or is it just like, oh, I noticed people were actually smiling at me a lot. Yes, they, they really pull their shoulders up higher. They have this self-confidence that comes from their ability to see that there is value or that Mm. there is another side to the story. And usually that begins their path walking into the freedom of who they are and they actually shine more and it it comes out effortlessly. Mm -hmm. They just are who they are because they see that there is truth lying on the other side of the coin. So it changes the rest of their life. Absolutely. Basically. That that is (laughs) crazy. I hope you're listening. (laughs) Wow. What you look for, you'll find. That's it. That's absolutely it. And that is powerful. And it's free. And the more you think about something, the bigger it gets. Wow. The more you think about something, the bigger it gets, good or bad. Mm. So we're not only talking about the negative things. I focus on the positive and, and we can make those things become bigger and bigger. I mean, and I keep thinking about you as mom because you're always talking about like how you talk to your kids and what you say to your kids. And it's like coming together for me is that the the way that we always talk about like affirmations and whatever, but it's so cool to hear the science behind it. And you're basically wiring your, wiring your kids' brains mm-hmm. to be able to see the things that you are seeing in them. Absolutely. You know, one thing when I think about my kids, especially in the discipline, it's so easy oh, for yeah. us to focus on the you're being unkind, you're not doing this, which is we're focusing on the negative. Well, here's mm-hmm. the thing. If you're a parent, listen up because we do not want to speak over them yes. the things that they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Because what they will go back to their room or when they're Ugh. in their little hiding space internally. They think about that. That's what they think about. I they know. say, I was unkind. I was disrespectful. Ugh, so what we do. That makes me cry a little I bit. I, you listen, I mess up. I, yeah, of I, course, I, I make those. And there's been times where I realize I've focused on the negative more. Mm-hmm. But that's a beautiful opportunity to have a repair with your child. Yeah. And to go back and say, hey, I know I really focused on this a lot, but yeah. this is who you are. And this is what I see in you. Yeah. So whenever we're disciplining or whenever I'm taking that that opportunity and discipline, mm-hmm. I say you are kind and loving and you share really well. Yeah. I want you to make a better choice that aligns with who you are. Ooh, I do not good. focus on what they're not doing well. That's so and good. you know what's so crazy is that it's not just in disciplining. Like I was just in the, and I'm so aware of words because of what I do. So this is just a different level of awareness. I was in the container store and I had quite a few things in my cart. You know, I had a big cart. It was 
very obvious I had a lot, buying a lot of things and there's like this little boy that was kind of like in the aisle and it was but I heard someone say to him hey you're in the way you're in the way like move mm. over and my immediate thought was like no like no I don't want him to ever think he's in the way he's just standing there and so I was like no buddy you're not in the way like you're just saying but it's not even in disciplining it's mm-hmm. just like the little interactions those little words mm-hmm. when he goes to sleep at night he might think like man I'm in the way absolutely. of people absolutely it's so much more than just the time they did something bad there is a lot of responsibility in the words we say you know there's the saying like words kill and w- words mm-hmm. give life yeah what I do learn from you Jen and I mean, we learn this in life. It's like there is always redemption mm. yes, in the absolutely. things that we say. Like you can't take back words and, and the beliefs that you instill in, in people. There can be repair. Absolutely. And that is the hope, honestly, that, oh, that you for really sure. give. Yes. For sure. And just being aware of it is half the battle. OMG. Yeah. Half the battle. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, one thing we even say as a family is, and even with my kids, I'll say, hey, can can I have a redo? I love Can, it. Ooh, can mom love go so back mm-hmm. five minutes ago? Wow. Can I redo that? And I give them the opportunity to have the same thing because I want them to understand the principle of reconciliation. Oh, man. So if Xander, my son, Mm -hmm. doesn't obey right away or he says something disrespectful, I will look at him and I will just say, let's redo that. I'm going to give you the opportunity to redo that. And again, I'm calling him up to who I believe that he is. Oh, my gosh. And he realizes that he's not to be shamed in that moment. He made a mistake. He made a wrong choice. And now he gets the chance to correct it again. We can always change our choices. Always change. And it shows like, Hey mom like messed up and she's telling me that she messed up. Mom Mm -hmm. isn't perfect. And, Mm -hmm. and seeing a mom is your mom is human. Yes. I think it's really powerful. You know, that reminds me of a story. I was at my baby shower, very first baby shower, had big old belly. And the question was posed. What is the thing that you're most excited about? And I got so emotional and the answer is going to surprise you. And I said, I can't wait till I get down on my hands and knees and I meet them eye to eye and I tell them I need their forgiveness. Wow. Because there's nothing, p- kids don't need perfect parents. Mm. Kids need parents who know how to own their mistakes, own their responsibility in making a bad choice and saying, hey, I'm broken too. Wow. And that is actually where the, the connection is made and the point of vulnerability. And if we can lead with our vulnerability, then our, our kids will respect us. And they'll follow us and we'll actually be worth following as well. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think oftentimes too with the coaching and the things I share on my Instagram, people can think that I lead this perfect life. I came from like this great space. And actually, I'm a really big believer in that your purpose is birthed in your pain. Yes. And this is a big big pain point for me. I didn't know who I was for a really long time. And I believe that I was um, a burden. And I believe that I didn't have value. And I... I was, you know, just not lovable, to be honest. And so when I grabbed a hold of the ability to be able to change that for my life, to actually change who I am and to change the generation that comes behind me, I mean, why would we not give that gift to everybody else? It's amazing. Dang. And you're basically doing this with your clients too, which is the coolest thing. I love my clients. They they are incredible rock stars. It takes a lot of courage to be able to dive into the things that you actually truly believe about yourself. Yeah. um, Because it's it's not pretty and it's painful. Yeah. But what you get on the other side of it is will blow your mind. Wow. I guess with everything we're talking about, let's say you did live a certain way in a season of your life or up until college or whatever the case, and you decide, I want to start something new. Mm -hmm. What would you tell someone who wants to rewrite their story, wants to reframe how things have looked? Absolutely. That's a a great question. Fabulous question. Yeah. So I really believe that we live by the narratives we tell ourselves. Yes. So at first I would tell them to step back and really think about the story that you've been telling yourself. 
And one question I love to ask my clients is if you were to write a book on your story, looking back, so not where you want to go, but where you've been and who you are now and your story in the past, what would the title of your book be? And if we're honest, most of it is I never win. Everything stacked up against me. She always, whoever that is, gets everything and I don't. And that becomes the narrative to which we tell ourselves and our narrative feeds into our beliefs. And so if you really want to change where you're going or starting something new, I would really start taking a really honest look about what you're thinking about. And what you're thinking about is going to give you a really good indication of where you're going. Because what happens mm-hmm. is what we're thinking about, right? We said what we think about most um, gets bigger and bigger. Right. That becomes part of how we behave because our behaviors are initiated by our thought Thoughts, life. Yeah. And our actions become our reality. Wow. So if you're not happy with the result or where you are in your life, you need to look at how you're behaving. But that's really stemming from your thoughts. Wow. And I think so many people aren't even aware of their thoughts. That's very true. I remember, you know, the whole concept, think about your thinking. Yeah. It sounds boring. For sure. Powerful, though, if you really do think about what you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, I oftentimes do this, you know, if I'm driving down the road, I'm having a great day. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like in a funk and I'm mm. in a mood. I think we can all relate. Yes. Yeah. Why? Is I, I think I was there yesterday, actually. It's, <laughs> and it's, it's like, what, what just happened? And when I feel that tension, I tell myself, Jen, pay attention to the tension. Pay attention to yes. the tension. What is going on? And I will go back minute by minute. And usually it is, it's at a red light. I picked up my phone. I scrolled through Instagram. I saw something that triggered a negative belief in me or a thought. And now I took it in a nanosecond, didn't even realize it, which is what happens. And now all of a sudden I'm in a funk, but it's because I was thinking about something that was a lie. Wow. And now it could change the trajectory of my day if I'm not careful, not, not paying attention. Man. So when you feel that, which we all do feel that, pay attention. Think about what just happened. Go back the last 30 minutes. <laughs> You're crossing oh, your eyes. Out. This brings a whole new, like, <laughs> meaning to stay woke. Like, literally. <laughs> like, be aware yes. of the things that are triggering you. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I, I even <laughs> wow. posted on my stories last night. I said, you know, awareness is a beautiful thing, but you have to be willing to take off the life jacket of comfort. You do. What does that mean? You know, it's comfortable to stay in our beliefs. You know, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, the beliefs in who we are are oftentimes hand-me-downs from parents, from siblings, Mm -hmm. from mantras that we believe in our families. You know, several of us have had things said over us like, oh, that's just how she is. That's not what our family does. That's not what our family does. We're not readers. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And so we have to pay attention to those things because we believe those things and we live out of those things. Mm -hmm. You're so this is the, the first w- of one of many series with Jen, apparently. Jen. I would love it. This would, golly. Be so fun. this would be so fun. I am, like, blown away. I think what's really cool is seeing your, your counseling knowledge mm-hmm. come alongside of this new way of thinking and living and not necessarily like wallowing in all the things that, like, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm just wallowing in what my family always told me. Instead of just thinking about that, you're like, okay, no, let's readjust it. And you're able to really sit in front and beside people and help them see what they can be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that is something that will change so many people's lives. Yeah. Yes. You don't even understand the, the weight and power that that is. It's a, it's and you're on, the perfect person to Thank do it. You. Yeah. I, you know, when I say I will be your biggest cheerleader, yeah. I truly believe that's a God-given talent that I have. Mm-hmm. I will encourage you 
and I will push you and I'll love you every step of the way, Mm -hmm. but I'll tell you what you need to know because I know it's going to be for your benefit. And I, I want you to grab a hold of who you really are and to stop limiting yourself with what you believe of who you are, Mm -hmm. because you are so much more than you believe. And when you can believe that the sky's the limit. Jen, if you had to pick one group of people who your heart just beats for, yes, who would it be? It's a great question. I love ambitious women who are smart, successful. They know how to get themselves to a certain point. And then there's a, there's a point in either their career or their life where they say, I want more. And I can help you find that more because that wanting more, there's some self-limiting beliefs that are going on. It's that's like not, a ceiling there. Yes, yeah. there's a belief ceiling that's going on. And to get in with those women who are driven and who want to work hard towards their goals and who they are and become better and learn. There's so many values um, in a person like that, a woman like that. And that that's my ideal client because she's willing to do the hard work and then we get her to the next level. So excited wow. to see the people yeah. you do that with. Thank you. Thank you. Last question for you, Jen. So you've had a little bit of a journey in guide culture. Your yes. first one was the first in-person in March, Loved and then you it. took it again in January. March 2019, people. Yes. Wow, yeah. I would love... A year. Oh, I mean, whoa, soon. from the first in person. That's wild. I would love for you just to talk about your journey a little bit and maybe how it's helped you and, and helped your business. I would absolutely your emerging love to. business. So guide culture for me was a really pivotal point in my story. I had the resources. I had the knowledge. I had the experience. I didn't have the clarity and the value that I could really offer people. So when I came into guide culture, it allowed me and it gave me a framework in which to think about my business, what it could be, who I am, the people that I could help. And with that, it also gave me a community of like not like-minded women who were going after the same goals. And you really can't put a price tag on that because you're surrounded by people and I've made lifelong friends through it that have really made me keep growing and have inspired me more and more. And so it was an absolute non-negotiable for me to come back in January because I wanted to be able to sit in the room with you and with Catherine and with the women that guide culture attracts because they are movers and shakers. And this really gives you a framework in which to be able to move forward with confidence and clarity. And it's it's incredible. If you haven't taken it, so many of you have actually asked me through DM. I've had actually many conversations about it this week. And it truly is a pivotal training that you will for sure benefit no matter season of life. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. Where it's can true. the people find you? They got it. They got to follow you. I love it. Well, Uncommon Grit Coaching is my business. I'm currently offering one-to-one coaching. <gasps> amazing love it and then this year i'll be opening up group coaching which would be super fun so you can find me on instagram at jen Bowie. it's j-e-n-n-b-o-u-g-h-e-y or go to uncommon grit and you can find my name there as awesome. well and how long uh do you do individual coaching is it like a three-month period there's a couple of different packages okay. i offer so yes there's one month three months and six months perfect so that's what i offer currently yes so, so awesome. this has been so fun i'm huge fans of both of you oh, i love, love you, guide culture the good is cool movement, everything about you. And I mean, Catherine, just, lis- are, just mm. listening to you, I'm like, I'm so honored that someone at your level would even come to guide culture. That's how I feel right now. I, I You're so it. next level. Also, I look up to your husband so much. Thank you. I'm going to get him, him in here. Oh, very he does soon. love it. Billy Bowie. He's, I love him. He's on our <laughs> he's on our list, isn't he? We wrote him down. Oh, oh he absolutely. He would I ordered it. his book too. I cannot Go wait ahead. to read it. And he signed, he signed such a sweet... He's yes. just the best. I Billy is so sweet. He is. Yay. Love we love you, Jen. Thank love you so you guys. much. Love you guys. Thank you so much.